Have you forgotten an old 401k? Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk to you about why it's important to find it and how to do so. From the streets of San Antonio, straight to your wallet, it's Jake's Two Cents on Jake of All Trades. All right, welcome back. My name is Kirk, and I'm not a financial expert. And I'm Jake, and I am the financial expert. And together, Kirk and I talk about financial planning, we talk about the economy, and we review financial articles, all with the express purpose of helping our listeners build wealth both today and into the future. Now, today we're going to be talking about finding your 401k today and in the future. Right? Yes. <laughs> so I, I think many of us have had this experience where we've had jobs, you know, especially if, if you know, by the time you're in your 30s. Uh, but especially in 40s and 50s, right? Like you've had all these jobs. Millennials, yeah. especially if you're right now in your 30s, you are more likely than your predecessors, your your forebears, your parents, yeah. <laughs> to, to hop jobs every couple of years. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, there's, I wanted to, I forgot to bring this. I was going to bring a book, actually. This is kind of separate subject, but I read that in the article and it made me think about Something I'll bring it up in a second. I'll finish my original point so you guys know what we're talking about today. So the the point that I'm making with the 401ks is that you have all these jobs throughout your life. You hop job from two years, three years, you know, maybe less sometimes, mm-hmm. and you make it to 35, 40, 45, and you're like, wow, I've had all these jobs, and I have this 401k now. But did I have other 401ks? I think I yeah. did. I remember that job. 10 years ago that I worked for two and a half years. And yeah, they I remember them talking about their 401k. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I signed up for that. Where the hell is that money? <laughs> right? Like, where is that? And so you might be thinking, where is that money? And that's yeah. what we're going to talk about today. And to put context to this, it's not uncommon. So yeah. as of the end of 2021, there were nearly 25 million forgotten 401k accounts and the total assets in those 25 million 401k accounts totaled about 1.35 trillion dollars jeez that's a lot of money yeah that is misplaced misplaced right? yeah or forgotten now that's yes. a, that's across you know 280 million working americans of course but still yeah. that's a lot of that's a lot of money i mean if you you know there's probably it's a good chance you have a couple hundred dollars if not thousands of dollars somewhere out there is the point. Yeah. And, and I think people sometimes get the, the, they're like, well, I never remember signing up for anything, but in the new environment, a lot of employers will default to automatically just sign yeah. you up to a 401k. You have to opt out of it. Yeah. Right. And, and so, so it's very possible yeah. that, you know, one of those deductions on your paycheck was actually money that was going into a 401k and nobody explained it to you. Yeah. Or they did and you just were you dozed off. Yeah. <laughs> like it's those HR I mean, I'll be honest. Like there's sometimes that you're in an HR meeting and they're explaining like, uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's like, thank you. I love you for giving me money, but I this is I, I love you so much and this is boring me to death. Yeah. Uh and you know, for being honest, we're human and we doze off and we just forget. Because I know right. that's happened to me. It's like, you know, an HR people have to be infinitely patient. It's part of their uh-huh. job description, right? Because it's like Kirk, I've explained this to you. This is how this is what we explained. <laughs> We've talked about this. Like, ah, oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I've had that talk many times as well. Um, just real quick, I wanted to, you know, I want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about this book long, but I just want to give a book recommendation 
to managers out there because I love this book. And it's based on what I just said about the two years hopping around. Uh-huh. So millennials hop around. If you're a manager and you're dealing with that, I think there's a book that was written in 2014 called The Alliance, Managing Talent in the Networked Age uh, by Reed Hoffman, the founder of LinkedIn. He was one of the founders uh, of uh, PayPal and those with that group with Peter Thiel and Elon Musk is part of that, that um, mm-hmm. uh, moth. What do they call it? Silicon Alley, Silicon Valley mafia. I think they were called ah. um, anyway. So great book because it's all about what to do to maximize your talented millennials who are hopping around from year to two, rather than getting mad and expecting them to be with you for 30 years, use that. So I think it's a really good thing because it's, it is a reality. So we'll get back to the main topic. The re, it is reality that most of us, myself included, um, not Jake though, hop around. <laughs> Jake is very, you know, old school and staying. I am pretty his, old school. I yeah. like stability. <laughs> <laughs> he, he likes the stability year after year, which is great. And I have not had that stability. I think the longest job that was like a salary. I mean, I haven't even had that many salary jobs personally, but yeah. the longest salaried job I had was like a year and a half, a year, oh, 15 wow. months, I think. Yeah. Um, it was the longest one. Uh, you know, the, so yeah, I, I, and I've always contracted. I've always been a 100% commission guy. So yeah, it's, it's just different. Yeah. Um, and, and we have to acknowledge that, which means you probably, like Jake said, have something out there. So now what we're going to address today, why you all tuned in besides book recommendations. What do you do? How do you find it? How these? do you find it? Yeah. There's a series of steps you can take. Some of them are common sense, but then some of them, there are some other options that you can look into if like none of the other things work. So we're going to start first with the common sense things, which is the first thing is look for a statement. Now it sounds like common sense, but it's very common when you get set up with your 401k in today's world that you get, you somehow are signed up for electronic delivery of statements, right? Mm -hmm. To some email address. So what I always tell people is like, go to the email address you have and just search for keywords like 401k statement. Um, if you can maybe recall the name of the employer or their plan, search for those things through your email, right? Cause for, like most people and in, myself included, my Gmail is full of stuff from like four years ago. Right. And it yeah. keeps it all. Four. So it's, it's possible. Who knows how long, but it's been Mine a while. Goes back like 12 years. Like that. I haven't had a Gmail forever. I was hotmail before that. So, well, so was I 12 years. My hotmail has like 20 <laughs> years worth of stuff. So in, I, I have to yeah. admit in sales, when I get an email from a hotmail, I'm like, I know how old this person is <laughs> <laughs> automatically. I exactly know. I mean, I, you know, there's nothing wrong with hotmail, but it's funny. Right. Yeah. Uh, there, there are a certain type of person that still has MSN. Uh, like my dad, (laughs) (laughs) but like search through those, like use those and search because you might find some email that says, Hey, your statement's available. That's the easiest way to do it. Now, if that's not the case and you can't find anything, the second thing is to just contact your former employer, assuming that they're still in business, right? Well, hold hold on. So before we move on to the employer thing, so the tracking it down, one thing is, um, even if you're not good at keeping paper records, you might've gotten paper records, right? So that's another that's way possible. they don't yeah. mention you might have, like, I know for my 2005 era jobs, they didn't, email was not as prominent as it is today. 
In oh, terms, that's a fair point. So like if you're going, going if, part, again, yeah. if you're like 40 you, you know, or 36 like me, you might have had jobs back then. Now, I don't yeah. I, Personally, I didn't have salary positions then, I don't think. But I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I might have. Um, I did work at Cutco. I don't know what they had. Actually, I, actually, I don't know. What did Cutco have? Cutco might have had some kind of retirement vector marketing. Maybe you have something. Yeah, I might because I was a district manager. <laughs> uh, so I might actually, now that I think about it, holy crap. So it was 100% commission, but they were pretty good about stuff like that. I don't. So I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if I did sign up for something that is yeah. out there. I don't know. Yeah. So I just thought about that. So anyway, my point is that there's, you know, back then I think paper was much more prominent. And I did not keep great records, but I kept some things. So make sure to look through there. And then going forward, you know, if you do keep, if you do get an important letter, keep at least one thing or something. Right. But anyway, so that's tracking, tracking down as well. Yeah. Cause really all you're trying to find at this point is a name of a provider for the 401k plan. So like, you know, Fidelity or Vanguard or something and an account number. Because then you can just contact them and get a lot, a lot further with those two pieces of information. Yeah. So it's not like you need to find like the most recent statement or anything. You just need to get that kind of data. And then, then the other one you were talking about was the employer. So what right. do you do with your employers? Is that, is that what you're saying now? Right. Like so like employer, call your old employer. So yeah, I know you fired me for insubordination, but. <laughs> but hey, I think you <laughs> might have left some money in your retirement it's like, plan. like, you again, get out of here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's illegal for them to not give you this information. So <laughs> That's good to know, actually. The, con- yeah, contact People the HR mean. department because this is your money if it's truly in the plan. Can you have, like, if you're afraid of them, can you have your spouse call them? I mean, they shouldn't be giving that information out, uh, okay. though, right? Because it's your. So you have to. Not, you have, you have to, to be the one to do it. Put on yeah. your adult pants. And yes. <laughs> and just, yeah. Give them a Remember, call. it's money. It's money that do is saved the, do for it you. For the money. Do it for the money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it might get a little Benjamin. uncomfortable, but yeah. um, that's another place to start as well. Now, not all employers are still in business, right? Yeah, that's true. So maybe why you're not there anymore. Right. <laughs> it's like, wait a second, I'm not there anymore because the whole place crumbled around me. It's right. Like, all right. So how do I find it now if the employer's not there? So if the employer's not there, the Department of Labor oh. regulates... 401k plans and the the laws surrounding 401k plans. Oh, that's interesting. So on their website, they have a section where you can search for something that's called a form 5500-5500. And the form 5500 is a tax return that every 401k plan has to file every year, right? So every 401k plan that's in operation has to file a form 5500 okay, and that's public record. And so you can go to a website, uh, the, the department of labor's website, and you can look for the, your previous employers form 5500, right? Mm. And, and you can just search for the name of the employer and it's going to come up with, you know, several different ones if there's different companies out there, but you can try to look through and see if you can find the 5500 for that company. And that 5,500 gives you data as far as who the provider is for the 401k. So that can tell you, all right, now I need to contact Fidelity or now I need to contact ADP, right? Those are the types of information you can find on the 5,500, which is public record and can be found on the Department of Labor website. So if you um, go, if you just Google Department of Labor 
four hundred fifty five hundred search. Five hundred. Uh-huh. The top one I got was the one the search you're talking about. Exactly, so, and that is stuff will come up. You can even go just for fun and look at your current. Like if you're currently enrolled in a four hundred one k, you could look up the like for you, Kirk. You could probably search ARI I and they'll come up with their. Uh, 5,500, or you could look at iFinancial. It's probably going to have our, our 5,500 from whenever we fin- filled, uh, filed it last. Well, they have all of them. So they have yeah, 2010, every year. 11, there's two in 2011. So this is interesting. Okay. Oh, yeah. so I know where you filed. What city and right. state? Yeah. And then that's how much. So yeah, you can see. Oh, it even tells you the assets. Are. Yeah. Like they, total assets or total plan assets. Wow. Now it doesn't say the where the plan is though. Like who hold like what um it just says I financial holdings inc 401k plan. Right. So then it, you can actually look at if you download the actual 5500. Is there more than one I financial? Is that why? It's possible. Yeah, cuz it possible. says it says South Carolina. Yeah, so see Oh, there's one San Antonio, I see. Yeah, so there's still like a an aggregation of stuff. But okay. see how easy it is? You can find yeah. that information. Yeah. And, oh, so there's a download button. Yeah. When you download you it, you download can see the, the total. Return. Oh, here's the return. Short mm-hmm. form annual report, 2010. I see. Yeah, this is you. The other one, I think, is not you. Okay. So that's good to know. This is this is great. Go to that website. Yeah. Um, just Google it. Just Google Search it. Very simple. 500 Department of Labor, and that's a great place to go as well. Oh, so the other one, yeah, it's Florence. Is Forest Drive, Florence, South Carolina. It's not you. Okay. I yeah. see. Interesting. So there, I, there's another I financial out there in South Carolina. Oh, hmm. now you know, you should contact I'm, them. And I wonder like, if they do what we do. Probably. Uh, <laughs> um, but that's great. That's very helpful. So like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that with Vector Marketing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> see what they have um, myself. So if you're listening to this, go and do a form fifty five hundred search. It's really yeah. easy. And and I have to say, as someone who attacks government things this is not the worst thing i've not, seen from them so as, as in, in terms of how easy it is sort of an easy beneficial yeah. resource now nah, it was a free market person who created it i bet but i'm sure yeah they probably they probably contracted to a free market business and they did they actually didn't screw it up for once so all right, right. at least from what i've seen in a 30 second discussion <laughs> yeah i'm sure they screwed it up quick. somewhere they never know other <laughs> things with the actual filing of the 5500 yeah so anyway okay. that there you go so, i think that's awesome thank you Jay, yeah for that so advice. now there's one other resource because what okay. can happen is if you've gone through all of these uh steps and you haven't been able to find anything Companies change 401k providers, they close, they kick people out of the plan that are no longer working there all the time. And so it's possible that now your account is sitting with unclaimed property. And so you can search a database. Unclaimed property? What does that mean? Unclaimed property. So it's where assets are sitting out there. 401k accounts, bank accounts, oil, uh, oil revenue, I mean, oil wells, mineral rights that have somehow been lost in the shuffle, right? From ownership to ownership, huh. they, they, they became unclaimed. You what property. they were invested in specifically the 401k. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so like, right. so like if you had 401k ahead. shut down yeah. because the company went out of business, 
Not the four hundred eight one k company, but no, your company. no, the company that was sponsoring so your I, employer. So, so I am an employer, Kirk Barbera Inc. Mm-hmm. I had ten employees. I had an four hundred one k for each of them, for all of us. We were in one four hundred one k, right? Right. This right. is how. Just so we understand how this. I'm trying to work it out. Make sure I'm following. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so that four hundred one k is managed by somebody, some company yeah. that I hire, like Vanguard. Yep, the, yep. And they, okay, here's Kirk Barbera's 401k. Here's your form 5500 that you filed, blah, blah, blah. Then Kirk Barbera Inc. goes out of business. Right. And then and let's say you had 10 employees. I had 10 employees and they all had a 401k with me. In, uh-huh. with us, Inc. Right. And now right. 10 years later, one of them comes to search for it. Now that 401k is gone. So what, what, so you're saying, if I understand correctly, that if that Vanguard was invested in, you know, uh, uh, normal stocks, some bonds, some oil property, some gold, you know, mm-hmm. mixture of things that we had them um, invested in, some of that actual stuff that was owned by the individual employees in my company is actually they. There's some of that that still do like not the value of it, but the actual stock itself. No, so the, the property, account. That's what I'm right. Trying to we're talking about we're talking about at the account level. So going back to Kirk Barbera Inc.'s 401k plan with the 10 participants, right? Uh-huh. Each participant invested in some fund when they were participating in the plan, right? Oh, so we have options. That's right. So you had your options. Like easy, right? Like conservative, conservative, whatever. Right. Yeah. So that's your that's your account. Got it. And then the plan shuts down because Kirk Barbera Inc. closed. And the plan shuts down. And part of the shutting down of the plan is that all those 10 participants need to decide what they're going to do with their account. Do they want to roll it into an IRA? Do they want to roll it to another 401k? Do they want to cash it out? Right. Mm -hmm. But what we're talking about here is that maybe half of those people during that shutdown process never could never be located. Right. And so their accounts were still in the plan, but the plans shut down. And so then those accounts get moved to IRAs. Okay. So they get moved out of the 401k because it doesn't exist. Automatically? Yeah. They get moved because they never responded, right? To the to to roll their money out. And so there's laws that say, okay, Kirk Barbera, you're the president of this plan. These five people haven't responded. We got to shut the plan down because your business is shut down. We're going to automatically take their accounts and put them into IRAs. Okay. Got it. Now, what <laughs> happens 10 years later is those IRAs were probably never the, the account owner potentially never was contacted because yeah. they, they couldn't have good contact information. They moved, whatever it may be. And so that IRA account is still sitting there somewhere, but it doesn't have a, a, a connected owner to it other than the one person that they knew was the 401k participant. Mm-hmm. Right. So after a period of time, that account becomes unclaimed property because nobody's claimed it, but it's still attached to your social security number in some way. Right. So now they have a database that you can go to, which is called the national association of unclaimed property, uh, uh, Unclaimed retirement benefits, excuse me, the National Registry of Unclaimed Retirement Benefits. And that's where you can do a search based on some demographic. So they might ask you for the name of the previous employer, your social security number, your date of birth. And then they have that full registry 
to be able to find if you had a balance in a 401k plan that closed and it was subsequently moved to an IRA and you weren't aware of it, now you can go and search for this kind of stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to do a search right now. See if I got this. See, see what happens if you put, I'm the <laughs> heir like, to a trillionaire and I didn't even know it. And it's just been sitting there <laughs> sitting all this there. time. Uh, no results were found <laughs> for me. <laughs> nope. They're like, get out of here, boy. All right. Ain't got no so, but there's also, you can also use the National Association of Unclaimed Property Administrators site. So you have yeah. One and last that can be for things besides uh, retirement benefits. So that, I have seen it happen before, which is kind of crazy, but I've seen someone go to that registry and they found out that they had a, someone had a life insurance policy on uh, an ex-spouse and they were still the beneficiary oh. and it was like a $1,000 life insurance policy, but they had no idea that they were the beneficiary and the ex-spouse passed away and because they were never, they never responded or they could never be reached as the beneficiary, that money just sits there because it's got to go to them eventually because it's rightfully theirs. Yeah. And they found it through using this tool. Dang, I'm going to do this as well. Yeah. So, yeah, you, so. you choose by state, it looks like. And it says like $3 billion refunded annually by states annually. Right. Through because this website. it becomes property of the state until they can prove that you yeah. were the one that should have had it to begin with. So, I like for me, I would check Texas colorado and california since you've lived in those three yeah, so, places so i'd right. want to check each one since i've worked right. in each of those places okay absolutely and it gives yeah. you a map that allows you to check so here's texas texas has returned more than three billion in unclaimed property to its rightful owners and then you can claiming property check claim status um okay so you could do your last name first name and search and that's it great that's crazy that's very it's super easy. crazy it's very but, easy yeah it is easy. Well, I haven't done it, so it may be like, fill out this form and then fill out form 507-399-7322 and then turn it into this person. Make sure the postmaster general is also there. He has to stamp it. See, that's what happens when now you want to claim it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they have to claim we're it. Just talking about, let's like, get 17 lawyers in a room and let's talk about it. Let's see if this is really what we want to do. And right. Take it to the yeah. Supreme Court. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um okay thanks yeah. guys so I give up. it's only 50 the, bucks I yeah it. We're, we're, to, be, to be clear we're talking about the ease of locating, locating stuff, yeah not the ease of claiming it that's because a good there distinction is a process there's a different that's a whole nother that's when it be, like when they have to actually give you the money that's when it becomes yeah. a problem for them yeah they're like yeah. well hold on I, I like this money i don't know if i want to give it to you we're the government right. let's right. make it really expensive so you know why you need us to make uh -huh. it really hard to give it to you. Yeah. <sighs> Potentially. <laughs> oh man. All right. So that's the that's I'm over the, it. the process of elimination that you should go through yeah. if you think so you have some money out there in an old retirement plan. Let's hear a real and, quick recap. Yeah. So the first thing is try to find a statement. And you can, you know, use technology if you think you might have signed up for online delivery. Do a search through your email inboxes for keywords like 401k statement, the employer, previous employer's name. See if you can find just who the provider is and an account number. Or even if you can just find the provider, oftentimes you can call them and give them your social and they'll be able to look up your account that way. Right. Yeah. Also look through your physical files. If it was an older 
plan and you might have kept some some physical files, look and see if you might have a statement or an enrollment form so that you can find out who holds the 401k. Now, if those things don't work, go online and look for your uh, the previous 401ks form 5500 through the Department of Labor's search tool. And it's very simple to just Google Department of Labor form 5500 search. And then you can look for your employer and look at all those records and see if that helps. You can also contact your former employer, talk, <laughs> talk to HR, just try to figure out where the 401k is. If none of those things work, search databases for unclaimed property because it is possible that a plan closed, you didn't receive notification, and now your account is sitting somewhere with unclaimed property for the state that you live in. And there's a couple of, of search options to do that as well. Okay, so track down old statements, contact former employers, um, find 401k through the Department of Labor, search yep. databases for unclaimed assets. Those are the main what is that? Yep. Four, one, two, three, four, four, four main ways to start yeah. the hunt. So if you think you might be missing out, don't on forget those four. Yeah. Um, you know, if you have questions, you can email Jake, not me, because I'm not the financial <laughs> advisor. <laughs> uh, email Jake with your questions about other ways of doing this or help or something. So now we learn. Now and we, we learn. Do better and we do time. better. I probably will forget <laughs> when it happens because I'll be scrambling for like, oh, I need a new job because. They fired me for insubordination. <laughs> I'm stuck. I'm like, oh, no. Yes. All, <laughs> All right, right, guys. Well, that wraps up this episode of Jake of All Trades. Be sure to check us out on social media by searching for at Jake's Two Cents and check out the blog at jakestwocents.com. Take care. We'll see you next time. Securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network. Member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Fixed insurance products and services offered through CES Insurance Agency. Actual performance and results will vary. These interviews do not constitute a recommendation as to the suitability of any investment for any person or persons having circumstances similar to those portrayed. Consult a financial advisor regarding your specific circumstances.